Would you rather talk about your sex life or money life? Surprisingly, most people would rather not talk about money, how to save it or invest it. This podcast is about helping you simplify your money life. Delivered by Dr. Henry Joseph Speck, a psychologist by training, Henry is a seasoned investor with over 40 years of successful investing in real estate, stocks and other alternate forms of income generation. Tune in to the twice-monthly podcasts to get his thoughts and tips on how to reach financial freedom. How to achieve the life you deserve. Now, here's Dr. Speck. Please remember this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult with your financial advisor or investment specialist before you make any changes to your investment policy or stocks or bonds or real estate you may own. I am not an investment advisor. I am simply talking about what I'm doing in our investments for your entertainment purposes. It's Sunday, January 10th, 2021. I'm Hank and let's talk a little bit about today's or this week's topic. On LinkedIn, I posted it and I think it's so important I'm going to expand on it here in our podcast today. And the title is, Are You Ready for 80? What COVID Should Teach You About Senior Care. Now, I'm 64, so I'm about 16 years away from 80 if I last that long. And I think it's important to think about what you want your life to be like when you hit 80. Most of you listening will probably hit 80. The government in Ontario, Canada, which is where I live, currently, and if you go to LinkedIn, you can find the link of where this is explained, currently is spending around $100,000 a year per senior to put them in nursing homes. That's taxpayer money, $100,000 a year. Um, also, a recent study came out that said 90%, 90% of those of us who live in Ontario say we, we want to stay in our homes. We don't want to go into nursing homes. Now, if the government's, and, and this will never happen, and I'm going to tell you why in a second. If the governments were to take that $100,000 and put it in an envelope and say, okay, Hank, you're 82 and you need some care. It's your whatever amount of money. Uh, you need to pay workers or buy robots or whatever you need to do to stay in your home. The money will come from that fund. That's never going to happen. What they will do, and, and this is partly because of the way the system is structured, it would take so long to pivot. You know, often when you work with uh, startups, and I have a whole podcast coming up on lack of transparency in startups because it's pretty crazy out there right now, but we talk about transparency. Close to 50% of nursing homes are owned by municipalities or charities. The remainder are private companies. Now, if the government owns half or so of all the nursing homes, it's, it's unlikely they're going to change the model because they're so ingrained in it. They're so committed to it, even though they don't have the money to continue to support it, even though the public is just totally upset about what's happened because of COVID and seniors. By the way, this was happening long before COVID, and no one seemed to go beyond inquiries and investigations, and, but, but not, no change has really happened in nursing care. So here are some things I think you need to do to get ready. Because you're going to have to pay approximately $100,000 a year of after-tax income to stay in your home for the duration. So aging in place, dying in your home, whatever term you want to use, you're not going anywhere. You want all the services brought to your home when you need them. 
Because let's assume the government's not going to change, because that often doesn't happen, and they have vested interests in maintaining the current system. The question is how you're going to do it. So here's what I suggest. Here are my seven ideas. Number one, I'm going to expand on them. I talk about them in the LinkedIn article. Are you ready for 80? It's just, just track that on LinkedIn. You'll be able to read it, short article. Share it with friends. Share it with your spouse. Share it with family members. You need to start today advocating to your politicians that the money they are allocating to nursing care be put in an envelope for each person to use for their care as they see fit. If we are spending $100,000 a year, I can tell you from experience, um, those of you who listen know my mom uh, lived her life in her home until she passed away at 95, living at her home. Um, I understand what it costs. I was deeply involved with advocacy, getting technology, and it was sort of, it's going to be better five years, 10 years, or 20 years from what we had to go through. And this is what I'm suggesting here today. But you have to assume it's going to cost you about $100,000 if you had to pay for staff, technology, um, ongoing care, uh, with high quality life. So I'm suggesting that you advocate with your politicians to see if they will allocate some of those monies to home care. I can tell you that uh, for a number of years, my mom got 15 hours a day of home care. Three hours a day was from um, the government during the week. They didn't work weekends or holidays. Uh, according to one of the workers, the cost of that was pro approximately three times the cost of the private care. Now, the workers were not getting the money. It was to administration. So technically, we could have had nine hours a day instead of three of funded care where the workers would have got a bit more money um, and the same amount of taxpayer dollars would have been spent. However, it would have gone into direct care. Not to mention the money my mom was saving people by not being in, in fact, a nursing home, which everybody wanted to be in about well, probably 10 years before she died, but she didn't do that. Number two, I think you need to talk to your attorney about what I call a quality of life will. I don't know if such a thing exists, but I think such a thing is possible. In that quality of life will, it would outline what you want your day to look like, what kind of food you like. What do you like to drink? What exercise? What leisure activities? How do you want to live as far as accommodation? Do you want to live in an apartment, in your house? Or do you want to live with four people in a nursing home room? Now, just by doing this, it will help you if you're 60 or over. It will help you be, begin to understand what, what you value when it comes to your care as you age. Now, any lawyers listening should comment on this. I'm sure I'm going to talk to my lawyer actually next week to see if I can do a quality of life will with my wife and to see if we can call it a quality of life document or just get it notarized or what's required. Number three, this is, this is probably one of the most important, and that is budget for an advocate. Someone's going to have to advocate for you if you can't do it yourself. Now, it may be a lawyer, uh, someone you hire, or your family would hire. But you don't want to put this responsibility on a family member to advocate for you or, to, or just to take care of you to make sure you're okay. Probably of that $100,000, up to $2,000 a month should be allocated for an advocate. It could be a social services worker, a social worker, 
um, again, a lawyer, someone who has the power to say, okay, this is what Hank wanted and Mary, this is what their quality of life document says, this is what they're going to get, and this is how we're going to do it. Number four, probably the most appropriate for our, our podcast, is look at your cash flow and investments. What plan would you have to realize $100,000 of income annually to pay for care when you need it? Remember, it's tax-free dollars, as the government will not let you deduct this. So maybe that'll change, but I doubt it because there'll be so many of us in that age range. Uh, they won't they won't let you deduct it from your income. So assume you need $100,000 of today's buying power uh, 20 years from now. What will that look like? How will you get that cash flow? Because if you're just using existing principle, eventually you're going to run out and you're, you're going to be in trouble. So make a plan. Decide. Now, many people will say, well, I'm on a pension. My spouse is on a pension. Um, I encourage you to listen to Robert Kiyosaki's um, podcast where he has a whole section about pension fraud in the United States and even in Canada, how pensions have invested monies in very risky places. Um, and there's no guarantee and many examples are given of governments, of associations, of police associations, of cities where they go bankrupt, basically, and or the companies go bankrupt and the workers take a haircut of 50% or more on their pension. So even though you're getting a pension or you're supposedly going to get a pension, have some backups in mind to take care in case something should happen to that pension. Point five. You're going to need to embrace technology. Now, we believe, I, I believe, robots will be with us five to ten years from now. But it's going to take that long. You need to start learning about this technology and how it may apply to your home. Now, number six is for those of you who think, you know, nursing homes are great. I say, if you want to live in a nursing home, go for it. Book yourself in now for respite care to see what it is. Give yourself a week, two, or even a month. You may love it. But if not, it will give you time to plan for something else. And I think it's very important to start the process now if you're in your 60s. Most of us, number six isn't an option. We don't need to go visit because we know what they're like and we have no, <laughs> no intention of ever going in. But if you do, go ahead. Um, number seven is really relevant to our podcast. It, with most people, in, in the case of Ontario, the recent poll said 90%, not wanting to live in a nursing home or institution. What impact will that have on your investments? Other services or products are set to rocket when those of us in our 60s start to need care. So what will be required when you're in your 80s if you're going to be at home? What, what types of services? And I've talked about them in other investment podcasts, and you know that I'm a firm believer in home care and all the technology and the services around that and home medical care and virtual medical care and portable medical care and health care, uh, not to mention real estate and green energy. So those are the things that I think are important, but you may have a different list and you should explore that. And and the final thing I talk about in this, uh, in this uh, article I wrote is that you need to put your emotions aside. There was a time, perhaps you had a grandparent, a parent who, who was in a nursing home, and it was the right thing to do at the time, or their wish at the time, or there was nothing else available. You did the best you could with what you knew at the time, and that may have been a nursing home. But what COVID has really taught us is that we need other options. And you may look at that and say, because of COVID, 
you may not want to really go into that environment, not to mention the quality of life issues. Please remember, there have been pandemics in nursing homes every year pretty much in Ontario. However, they're different. They could be flu, they could be gastrointestinal. Uh, a significant number of seniors die from diseases that they contract within those environments. Um, so these have always, this has always been a problem. But with COVID in Canada, we're hearing of, of nursing homes where people are dying of starvation, malnutrition, dehydration, lack of care. Uh, in some cases, one caregiver for 20 or more people um, who are in uh, severe need for care. So you have to ask yourself, with the government spending up to $100,000 per person, if it's a 1 to 20 or 1 to 30 ratio, where's the rest of the money going? I'll leave that one to you. So, as a summary, are you ready for 80? What are you going to do about it? And how will that impact your investments? Always love your feedback, your comments. You have an amazing week. Talk soon. You have been listening to the Shrink Money Advice Podcast with Dr. Henry Joseph Speck. Remember to pick up your copy of Dr. Speck's latest book, Shrink Money Advice, on Amazon.ca or the audio version at awesound.com. That's A-W-E sound.com. 